Hello, this is Ian Austin, and this is Friday Night Fright Limitless Shazam! Limitless series, of course, is me using my Limitless Odin card to see all the movies I want to see at cinema, and Shazam's one of them, so this is going to be a quick review, um, uh, about 15 minutes or so, maybe a bit more, maybe a bit less, I'm not sure. Anyway, yep, so I've seen Shazam, I saw it on Friday, and it's now Sunday, I'm in the midst of wrestling season, um, NXT was... Friday and watch that yesterday. Go and watch, try and watch G1 Supercard later on in WrestleMania tomorrow. So I should be able to get Panel Activity up for next Friday, but it's going to be a different one. It's going to be um, the Tokyo Nights Panel Activity Tokyo Nights, which I found on Blu ray on Amazon. Hopefully it'll work. And I'll be doing a um, recap of sorts of that next week. I know Panel Activity movies have slipped a bit, but. I have a few things I'd rather do. The Get Out and Us reviews I was obviously quite proud of. And uh, Shazam be up on Tuesday. Paranormal Activities open nights on Friday. And maybe a special review for next week. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, Shazam, what did I think? Well, firstly, I need to say I'm a big fan of the comic book Shazam. Um, the comic book obviously started out being called Captain Marvel. The Avengers of Billy Batson, who wished and then became Captain Marvel but then rights and all of that nonsense came into it so now it's just called Shazam which in some ways better because you know Shazam's the name for the wizard and you know pass down legacy and all of that it's an easy way to create a legacy movie I should add from this point there's going to be spoilers for the review obviously so if you don't want to listen to spoilers um don't listen to the review. I'll give my brief and most of what I thought movie was. I thought it was a very watchable movie, very entertaining, very good. Had kind of a slight 80s aesthetic, obviously done in modern day, so it's not quite as 80s as you just imagine. But, sorry, performances were all strong. Um, Mark Strong, <laughs> strong, strong Mark Strong was very good. And for overall, it kept to the theme of the comic quite nicely, although there were a few horror, horror elements in there. And in some ways, I'm kind of sad that it wasn't a PG because if any movie should be appealing to kids, it should be Captain. It should be Shazam. In fact, it's rated as kind of like a PG thirteen rating. In some ways, it's a bit frustrating because you miss out on that child audience. But on the other hand, there were a lot of horror elements in this movie, which kind of worked. Kind of, kind of worked. But at the same time, you could have downplayed some of them just a bit and probably gone for a PG. I don't know, maybe like. Not every superhero movie needs to be a PG-13, you know? Um, I think there's definite room for growth, and I love the fact that it's, set in that it's clearly set in DC Extended Cinematic Universe weather and plays with that a fair bit. So I would recommend it. I think, some regard, it definitely feels like a movie which play better on your couch at, like, 7 o'clock on Saturday or Friday or whatever. No, DVD, Blu-ray at home movie rather than Sigma movie, but there's a lot of special effects which work best in Sigma, and a few Shazam transformations and action scenes which do need Sigma, at least for the first time view it, and then after that point you can view it on DVD and it'll work out okay. So yeah, I'd probably say about 3.5 out of 5. Not quite the Shazam movie I was hoping for, but nails a lot of the elements that I did like. Um, no, I did want in Shazam movie. If I could have one complaint, it's not. Well, no even complaint. Um, Doctor Fad Fadjus Sivana in this movie is played very serious, and that works for the movie. But I can't. In some ways, I miss the scheming, ridiculously over top scientist from the comic book. But again, I understand why they won't let choice because if you've got 
Billy Batson, who's earnest and that part of the universe is quite fun and silly. And you need Sivana should clash with Captain with Shazam. Shazam feels quite fun and it's quite a fun light superhero. And they've got Sivana who feels quite um dark and edgy. In some ways that works because it's like Clash of Styles. Like Sivana represents a villain that you imagine DC versus Superman or Batman would fight. And Shazam represents that more Marvel colourful aesthetic. And in point of fact, Shazam's probably the most colourful superhero. It's got a lot of Christopher Reeve vibes to character, you know? And like with Batman Wonder Woman, it's strange it took them so long to have characters who were a bit more light and fun. Like, they clearly can do it, but they don't for whatever reason. Anyway, from here on in, there'll be spoilers. So, you know, stop listening from three, two, one. Still listening, you're going to be spoiled. I'm sorry. Um. So, Shazam. I think best way to describe is a really good translation for the Jeff Johns comic book run more than anything. Taking the idea of um Shazam being a family led see, you know, the um uh foster kids, Pedro, Eugene, Mary, Darla, and Freddie, Mary and Billy. Having them as like a, a family brought together by the um lovely parents who I can't remember their names. But it's quite a cool vibe and I like the idea that there's this family sense. It goes back to some Jeff Jones always did wearing comic books, which was Legacy. And massive spoilers. Well, not even massive spoilers. If you know comic book, you know that all characters end up getting super, end up becoming Marvels of their own or Shazams of their own. And Billy sharing it with them is a nice path to character arc. Although it got a bit frustrating points because it was like, I was thinking, this is clearly where movie's going. And it drags out and doesn't do it to right near the end. But there's some cool stuff there. The only thing I think of is they'll have to care for the sequel because, you know, it should still be Billy's story predominantly. And the fact they're teasing quite heavily a few things, but actually a couple of different ways in the sequel. you got got um, the Monster Men, they tease with the crocodiles um, through like the Orwang room. You've got Sivana and fucking Mr. Mines in this movie. Like, that's crazy. That's amazing. Like, Mr. Mine, I'm sure anyone watches movie who gets that point be like, I don't understand what who's Miss Mine, how does that make any sense? He's telepathic, like cockroaching. So, like, yes, yes, he is. That's why compass were awesome. And Shazam embraces that quite nicely. I thought keeping Savannah around fit very much in line with where the um cat of Shazam is. You know, they he shouldn't, Shazam shouldn't murder anyone, you know. It should be nice, bright, fluffy, weird. And in that regard, I, one of the things I like most about movies, as I said earlier, it contrasts with brighter DC, with wider DC universe. The fact that these characters exist in that universe is crazy. And it feels like they're trying to do a kind of mild reset since Justice League. Like this movie posits that all of those things happen, Superman's back and it's all bright and like. Actually, leads to one of my favourite scenes in the movie, which was the um, the uh, cameo, for lack of a better term, by Superman, and um, from Net Down. But I kind of like that because apparently there's rumours that Henry Cavill was written into this movie to play Superman, but evidently creative issues and pay issues necessitate that not happening. But it's kind of funnier because this movie feels kind of audacious. It's to a mild extent the Deadpool of the DC universe, where it's like we can have a fun, you know, not. The extremes of Deadpool, 
But, you know, they'd have some fun. They'd be a bit silly, a bit save reverent. And poking fun at the um, bullets that Freddy's caught from Superman and Batman fighting and all bits of super stuff that Freddy's picked up. Which is kind of amusing, really, because the DC universe with, like, Batman and Superman all of that doesn't portray superheroes in a great light, but Freddy's embraced the idea of them and just run with it. It's like showing that kid... It's almost like they're saying Freddy's a standing for Dallas Hamburg who made movie. By positing that, you know, you can take the ideas and run with them. You don't need necessarily be hamstrung by the execution, you know? Daryl clearly is given keys to this cinematic car and he, he drove it. And I think he does a really good job. I think he's clearly hired because he can make it a bit darker than he's otherwise spent from Shazam movie, but at the same time play off the tropes and make it light too. The um cinematic sins, the six um Oh, Seven Deadly Sins. As personifying this movie, are terrifying effects. That's probably what got them PG-13. It's quite horrifying effects, really. As as it's uh, uh, fight by when they massacre John Glover. Who, that's lovely to see John Glover in the movie. He's a really good actor. And it's a bit meta of him playing the um, corrupt, evil father of a bold supervillain. No, small thing. But John Glover's always good. And Mark Strong does a really good job. He plays off the um, other characters nicely because he's so serious and like angry and upset about like why he wasn't chosen. And Billy's just pointing out that like it doesn't matter if chosen or not, it matters what you do or don't do. And for Billy's got a nice character arc in this movie. He likes it, follows the Jeff Jones run a fair bit. If I was going to have any criticisms, I mean, not even criticisms, just like little points. Um, I think kind of Mary was, un- Mary Batson, Vasquez, whatever her name is, was unutilized. She's obviously um, in the original comic book, she's actually Billy's sister, but in this comic book, she's like his foster sister because the way the movie deviates with Billy's parentage, it doesn't make any sense for Mary to be related to Billy in any blood form. Although the movie does present that blood isn't necessarily blood ain't family, you know, family is what you make of it. But I think they I don't know, it's something complex run into too, where they try and portray that she's a, a a lovely woman, I guess is best way of putting it. But sometimes that can be a bit dull. And the movie some tends to almost fall into that trap. There is a few bits of lines of dialogue talking about how she um did run away a couple of times, which gives a bit of a character streak, but there's not much. Uh, some of the other kids don't get much either. Darla obviously gets a lot. She's the youngest one, and she gets some good stuff to work with, and the the um, actress is very charming um, and adorable. Um, Freddie obviously gets the most of screen time, sort of like Billy's sidekick, um, and Pedro and Eugene get little bits here and there, but not too much. Although they didn't have to include them all, and it's quite a nice change base having them. Well, well, I've comments. I thought stuff. Billy's mum was a original mum. That's quite sad, actually. I thought that's quite a interesting change to mythos. Um, uh, having her as a teenage mother who chose to give her kid up, but then there's a bit at the end where they hint that maybe there's a bit more to it than meets the eye. She looks sadly after him as he walks away. 
So who knows? Um, one part I was sad about was we didn't get Tawny Talky the Tiger. Um, the Talking Tiger. It was one of my favourite parts of Shazam mythology. But obviously we'll get that in the sequel. Because there are tiger, little tiger bits on Billy's costume. On his cloak even. Cape. And no Black Adam. But I suppose that makes sense. You don't want to overawe the movie too much. And there's a good bit of foreshadowing for him. Also, it's kind of nice they're not rushing through the villains too quickly. Because the idea of Black Adam in the sequel or in his own movie is quite interesting. It could be quite cool. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked the movie. It was fun. I thought it was um, very watchable. I'm sure it'll be better on second viewing. Love the jokes here. Um... A little kid smashing Batman Superman figures against each other and then seeing Shazam fighting Doc Savannah. Oh, Doc Savannah Superpass, by the way, because they, they didn't really want to go down the mad scientist route too much, so he had to have a, be powered by seven deadly sins. Which I get, you know, I get you need to have bites and all that, but in future movies, I'd much more like to see Doc Savannah as the crazy scientist who's making ridiculous shit and try and take down Shazam with that personally I would prefer but I understand maybe it's a bit too much for the first movie and Mr. Mind could give him the um, uh, mental capacity to make stuff like that but Doc crazy comic book Doc Savannah scientist Doc Savannah is always my favorite version of character like the stuff from 52 event where comic book event where him and a bunch of scientists are carrying weapons to take down Black Adam I love that stuff you know I think Mark Strong could re go over the top with it, so that'd be good. But it's plenty of room for a sequel, so. And seems to have made a pretty decent amount of money, so that's encouraging. Anyway, so there you go, that's my review of Shazam. Definitely recommended. The horror elements are quite horrifying. Not a perfect movie, but very competently made. Clear action, decent action, and for once, not a take over the planet story. I mean, it's hinted that that's Sivan's long-term plan, but his first plan was, I want your power, because I want to be worthy. It's kind of like a Red Skull, Captain America thing, where it's sort of like, why are you worthy and I'm not? And the reason Billy's worthy is because he's not, he doesn't want power, you know? So yeah, I thought that's a really good movie, very fun, um, very light, and I thought they did a good job having some of the goofier elements of comic book, like Billy's, Cursing of Holy Moly feels somewhat fluent, fluid in movie. And I'll be looking forward to the next uh, Shazam or whatever it is. And like I said, next, on Friday, it'll be um, Paranormal Activity Tokyo Nights. Next week, maybe I'll do enough horror movie review. Or Friday Night Fright Limits, who knows. Anyway, to next time, remember, life is beautiful. <laughs>